Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Burrell. Let's go ahead on and give God some praise. Hallelujah. 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 You know how we hear this saying over and over that if I just look back over my life and look where God has brought me from. Hallelujah. I just have to praise God. If I just think about Think about what God has done. We need to give God praise. If you know for a certain that it was God that got you out of that situation, that God that got you out of that car accident, that was God that prevented you from having AIDS, that it was God that delivered you from drugs and alcohol. Hallelujah. That was God that healed your body. Hallelujah. You need to give him praise. As I sit here tonight and I just think about before I even start to push play. I just started to think, hallelujah, that a praise rose up up in me. That just the thought that know that God has been so good to me that he He kept me in times where I didn't even think I could be kept. He did. If you could just sit there right now in this place, wherever you are right now, think about it. Think about what God has done. Think about it. Go ahead on. We can take a praise break right in the beginning of this podcast today because the praise is, is just welping up and we just got to give him praise when we know we just give him praise for what he's done give him praise for the unseen things that he protected us from give him praise for tomorrow because after we put a praise on it right now we are praising him for in our next week in our next year we are praising him and we just lift up your hands where you are right now and say, Lord, I thank you. I give you all the praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for protecting my son. Thank you, Lord, for protecting my siblings. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah for protecting me. Can you just come on in for a moment right where you are? Just lift your hands. You know it was God that's pulled you out of financial distress. You know it was God that pulled you out of the pit of depression. You know it was God that has been leading you. The Holy Spirit is your lead and your God. And he's been leading you the whole time. It's something when you just sit back and you work and you look back and you say, Lord, you was leading me to this place the whole time. Because at first you may not see a thing, but all of a sudden you start looking at how he connected this person and how he connected that person to you to get you in this moment right here. I believe, hallelujah, Hallelujah. All that's within me that he deserves the praise. Come on, before we even get into the word today, let's give God praise for the word that's coming forth. Lord, we praise you because you deserve all the praise. Lord, I thank you for every listener today. Lord, I thank you, dear Lord, that they are feeling refreshed as they praise you. It's all about you. It's all about you. I thank you right now. Apply the blood of Jesus over the airways as we get started with this word today.
today. Welcome, 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 Holy Spirit. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. We thank you in advance already for what you're about to do right now in this moment. Hallelujah. On the Speak Life Now radio show. In your precious name, Jesus. I know I came in hot, hot, hot on fire tonight because I think about sitting here and I just sit and I think about how how he what he's done how he connects you with people over the years and you wonder why did I meet this person or why did this person leave my life but you brought this person in do you ever sit back and just look at the whole scene sit back and watch it was like oh you was doing this in me oh you was using me for them in this time but God always doing a lot more than we can even see but sometimes we just gotta sit back and say Lord I thank you. Even when things don't look like you want them to look, I'm telling you guys, you can look back now and see where you are now. Look back a few years and say, oh, this is what you was doing. You may not have saw it at that time. It could have looked like total chaos. But God was doing something then. He's doing something now. He's already in your tomorrow. He's already in your next year. He's already there. All we got to do just Jehovah Shammah. He's already there. Hallelujah. So all we got to do is praise him. Hallelujah. Okay. Woo. Hallelujah. The title of today's message is don't be. Hallelujah. Don't be a seedless generation. And y'all probably say, oh, she's talking about money. Nope, 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 nope. No, I'm not. I'm saying don't be, hallelujah, a seedless generation. We can go in the stores now. Hallelujah. I'm already so, so stirred up about this word. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can go into the grocery stores, right? And we see all this seedless Seedless fruit. Y'all seen them? Seedless watermelon. Seedless grapes. Seedless oranges, right? Seedless. Don't be a seedless generation. I, I, I said, let me find out about these. The seedless watermelon. See, seedless watermelon was invented. Let's look, go ahead and look at that word first. It was invented. But we know the watermelon with seeds was created by the almighty God. So why would we want something that's seedless? I heard it said before, why would you want something that's seedless when life is in the seed? Come on here. Don't be a seedless generation. So I went and I looked it up. And it said the small white seeds in a seedless watermelon are actually just empty seed coats. Come on here. It's just empty seed coats. They will never, never produce seeds. Y'all stick with me tonight. Stick with me tonight. Hallelujah. They will never produce seeds. Seedless watermelons was invented over 50 years ago. They were invented over 50 years ago. Seedless watermelon has been made has made our lives easier and adding to the convenience. See, see, check this out. It don't have any, they don't have um any life in the seed. It can't produce any more seeds. 
But it's for convenience. And it makes things easier. Look at what a seedless fruit would do. I said don't be a seedless generation. Don't be seedless. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I really want y'all to just think about the, how seedless fruit was invented. But God created everything, every herb, everything, every tree, every animal. He created it and he created it to give life, right? But yet, now they're going to get in a lab and pollinate some kind of way, pollinate the male and the female, but produce it in a way, because it is still watermelon, but it's invented that it would never produce seed. Don't be a seedless, hallelujah, generation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want, I want to talk about the fact that the Speak Life Now radio show is on seven days a week, somehow, some way, on internet radio, right? Sometimes twice in a day on Sundays, right? And this has been going on now, I think, about four years. And then the Speak Life Now radio show podcast launched in 2019, and the, the, the speaker like that, what, what are we doing on the speaker like that? We are sowing seed. Because the seed is the, the word of God is the seed. That's why I said, don't be a seedless generation. And I'm going to throw this in here because the Lord has said this to me. So knowing that we are full of the word, all of you listeners out there, all of you that, that Bible scholars, all of y'all that know the word of God backwards and forwards, walk in the word of God, let the word of God flow. Everything that you're doing, right, is with the word of God because you are full of the seed. Right? You're full of the word, which is the seed. Don't be a seedless generation. You got to be full to the tip top to the overflow. So when you reach somebody and talk to somebody, the word just start coming up out of you. They going through something. Next day you know the word is just coming up out of you because you're constantly putting in the word. And it's the word that's in you. That's the seed that is in you that is giving life. Come on here. That's the seed that's in you, right? And the Lord said this to me. This is this is just a nugget out there for all my single sisters. All my single brothers that's listening. That's full of the word. You're full of the word. That means you're full of the seed, right? So you full, you full to the tip top to the overflow of the word. It's absolutely no way that you should connect. Come on here. Somebody that don't have no word. You know how people always say unequally yoked. Don't be unequally yoked. But that's what the unequally yoke is. If you don't even have the word in you. And, 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 and you trying to, trying to compromise. And trying to figure out a way. And just try to make excuses for that person. Oh they try. They try. But you full of the word. You don't want somebody that don't have the word. Because they can't produce. That's just something that the Lord was saying. Maybe, maybe that was just for me. Maybe that was just for me. Because you're full of the word. Don't be a seedless generation. In Luke 8, Jesus talked about this. In Luke 8, the parable of the sower. And one time I had mentioned before, <coughs> even just now when I said the Speak Life Now is on seven days a, seven days a week. Somewhere and that seed is and it's in the airways and it's sowing and sowing. I don't even know. I don't know how many 
people are listening. I don't know. I just, what I do, I push play and, and let the Lord use me. But if you have all, if you're a farmer and you have all these acres of land, I mentioned this before, but you decide to only sow seed in one row and leave 10 acres with nothing in it. You're only going to get what's out in that one row, right? But why not just continue to sow and sow and sow? When I say that, I'm like, when you out in the in, in the, in the um, grocery store, at the gas station, or on your job, or you're talking to a friend, and they say, you know, the word of God just start to bubbling, and they say, you know, they're like, oh my gosh, they don't receive the healing, they don't receive the deliverance, they don't receive what they needed, a refreshing. Why? It, it's not like you started out to come to I'm going to go to the gas station right now. I'm just going to talk to this person. But somebody might just say something. They might just come out and say, God is good. And be like, oh, my God, let me tell you how good he is. You see what I'm saying? It, it, it's like always in you, right? So that word you should always, always be sowing that word wherever you go. Don't be a seedless generation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So in Luke 8. Hallelujah. The parable of the sower. We got 12 minutes left. After this, Jesus traveled about from one town and village to another, proclaiming NIV, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. The 12 were with him and also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Mary called Magdalene was with them. From whom seven demons had come out. Joanna, the wife of, uh, I think that's Uzziah, the manager of Herod's household, Susanna, and many others. These women were helping to support them out with their own means. They were helping. They were there with Jesus. They was helping. So this is stuff that's going on. He talking, got the whole scene here. He got men and women with him. While a large crowd was gathering and people were coming to Jesus from town after town, he told this parable. A farmer went out to sow his seed, and as he was scattering, remember we talked about scattering the seed. The more that you scatter, the more you tend to increase. But the more that the one that holds everything, they tend to poverty. Poverty. That's in poverty. But we're not talking about that right now. But we did talk about that before. Some fell on, as he scattered the seeds, some fell along the path. It was trampled on. And the birds ate it up. Some fell on rocky ground. And what they're talking about here is the heart of the people here. Some fell on rocky ground like they're stony hearts, right? And when it came up, the plants withered because they had no moisture. Won't no moisture in their heart. Couldn't receive, couldn't grow nothing. That sounds like a seedless watermelon, don't it? Well, anyway, let's stay with the word here. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up with it and choked the plants. Still, other seed fell on good soil. It came up and yielded a crop a hundred times more than was sown. That's that heart, that heart that's ready. That's that heart that the people out there that's listening to me today, they got that heart. That's the heart that I'm talking to today. That God is speaking through me to you today. Hallelujah. And when he when he said this, he called out, whoever, whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. Are you hearing me? His disciples, disciples asked him what the parable meant. He said, the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of God has been given to you. 
But to others, I speak in parables so that though seeing, they may not see. Though hearing, they may not understand. But I believe those that are listening today are part of the seeing and the hearing. Come on. And the understanding. And this is when he went down to verse 11. He said, this is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Those along the path are the ones who hear. And then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts. From their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. Those on rocky ground are the ones who receive the word with joy when they hear it. But they have no root. Huh? They believe for a while. But in the time of testing, they fall away. See, some of y'all in a test or just came out of the test. Some of you hear that? Some of y'all are in it right now and some of y'all just came out. The seed that fell among the thorns stands for those who hear. But as they go on their way, they are choked by life worries, riches, and pleasures, and they do not mature. But the seed, come on here, but the seed on good soil stands for those who are noble and good. And a good, good heart who hear the word, retain it, hallelujah, by, persever- by pers- persevering, produce a good, uh, uh, produce a crop. Let's say that again. But the seed on good, <clears throat> good soil stands for those who, with a noble and good heart, who hear the word, retain it, and by persevering, You hear that? You got to persevere, produce a crop. Because you are, you are, hallelujah. You are not, is what I'm going to say, you are not a seedless generation. You are a seedless generation when you realize you're producing crop. So if you look around, you done been through the test. You didn't lose your faith. Now you producing crop. Are you one of those? Are you one of those that are producing crop? You don't want to get with or start being around folks that don't have no word. You're supposed to be the light in every situation. <clears throat> And if you're producing the word and the word is coming up out of you and you seeing the fruit from it, don't, don't allow somebody to um, choke the word in you. Don't allow the cares. He said the worries, like um, some people could be going through <clears throat> in this month because, because of the holidays. They're thinking they got to get a whole lot of gifts and all that. So the worries, they might be losing faith and drink some water. You can't allow that because you're too full of the word. The word seed. Christ, the seed of Christ is in you. That The seed of Christ, when I say that, the anointing. Jesus, the Messiah. Jesus Christ. Christ is the anointing. So the anointing is in you. And you're so full of the word. You put the word in all the time. It's like the word can't really have. I mean, sometimes um, I'll be talking to people. And I just like, oh. 
the word of God just can come up. The scriptures will come up. The things that I've learned will come up. And, I, and sometimes I will try to pull back. I know they ain't trying to hear the Bible all the time. But sometimes that's what they need because it's life. Remember that. The word of God is seed. And the seed is life. So if we share the word of God, we're bringing life to a dying generation. And the scripture even talks about how the, that the... the uh, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. So those that are laboring, the ones of us that have put the word in, that you're out there and you're putting the word in every day, the harvest is plentiful. It's many people that's, that want to hear the straight up, uncut, absolute word. They want to hear the word of God. Why they want to hear the word of God? Because word is seed. The word of God, the, the seed is the word of God. And in the seed is life. It was, this is the word that, that God created. It wasn't invented. It was God created, created word to produce life. So when you come across people that's going through some things, I, you just got to make sure that you're so in tune with God because you're led by the Holy Spirit. He's telling you what to say. He's giving you he's giving you downloads. He put his words in your mouth. But the word that he's giving you, it is life to people. And they may not understand. You may not understand why, why people are drawn to you. That you may not understand, but they're drawn to the word which is within you because within you is life. You're not a seedless generation. You weren't created to just before to be um, comfortable and make life easier. Because with the word of God, when you carry the word of God, you're going to go through some things. It said in the word of God, some people say, oh, you now have to suffer because Jesus suffered. But the word of God clearly states, if you suffer with Christ, you're going to reign with him. That's the word of God. <clears throat> I don't know why that was taken out in some of the teachings. That's the word of God. But you're going to be able to show them the way. Like, you know what? I was in that situation. I got in the word on healing. I started reading the word on healing. And I'm, keep, I'm hearing this again right now. Jehovah Shammah, God is there. That, that, that's only mentioned one time in the word of God is the very end of Ezekiel. It's the last chapter of Ezekiel, the last verse. God is there. So no matter what you're going through... He is there. It might seem like you're alone. He is there. He is there. No matter what it is, God is there. So sometimes you got to just tell that to somebody. That, that they're not alone. That Jesus said that he will pray another comforter, right? We know that already. But sometimes they just need to hear it. That's what they're searching for. They might search and try to join this organization and that organization because they want to feel like they belong. Right? But when you're in the body of Christ and when you know the word of God, just tell them that. That's what somebody, that's how somebody ministered to me. They said that God gonna use you, that God love you. I'm like, what? Simple words like that gave me life. 
And sometimes that's all people need is to know that. Or you see somebody going through something. You don't have to sound the alarm, blow the trumpet, hit the drums, and tell everybody what you're doing. But you can go ahead and help them. Take care of that need and say this, God told me to do this for you. I heard somebody tell tell me this recently, that they had seen somebody and they had to go back. <clears throat> they had to go back and, and, and help, uh, help this person, a stranger, help this person. And when they did it, they said, um, God told me to do this for you. And the person had um, an immediate response, tears, because they had prayed for some help. So by going and just doing things like that, this is the time of year that everybody wants to give, but you need to give all the time. But find ways to do stuff. Look and see what how you can be a blessing to somebody. And just don't, don't take God's glory for it, though. Say, God told me to do that. You seek God and say, Lord, what can I do for this person? Show me, give me an idea. Give me something. And just say, God told me to do this. The money you have, God gave it to you. The job you have, God gave it to you. The house you're living in, God gave it to you. The car you're driving, God gave it to you. The food in your refrigerator, in your pantry, God gave it to you. Let's go ahead on and put that out there first. So the clothes in your closet, God gave it to you. The jewelry in your jewelry box, God gave it to you. So you might have an abundance of something. And even even like a piece of jewelry, if God tell you to go tell something, give this to somebody, uh, maybe on your job. Oh, thank you, Lord. The Lord just told me something to do. On your job. And, and you go and do that and say, God told me to give this to you. And it may not even really cost you anything. Or it probably was just something you had in your jewelry box. But you don't know what it would do for them. I remember on my job at one time, we were going around and, and telling everybody happy birthday, giving them a card, giving them a balloon. It was an older lady at the job. And her birthday is this month, actually. And um, um, when it was that time, we all would do this for everybody in there. So, you know, everybody would get one. And she came by with that. So I was like, oh, okay, we got something for you from the committee. And I gave her the card. And it was, I think it was a cupcake and a balloon. This lady started crying. She said nobody ever gave her anything. But God know what that what she needed. Everybody got it, but for her, it meant something else. Don't be a seedless generation. Share the words. Share the kind words. Kindness seeds. Love seeds. I mean, just, I mean, when you could be feeling bad and somebody just smiled at you and said, you look good today. That right there, is that word seed coming out, you'd be like, oh my gosh, I thought I looked terrible today. But God know what you need. Don't be a seedless generation. Single men, <clears throat> single women, don't make sure because y'all full of seed. Don't y'all try to join up with somebody that don't have, and I'm going to say it the way I like to say it. Don't have, ain't got no seed. Ain't got no word. That ain't the one. It ain't the one, my brother. It ain't the one, my sister. You want to be able to produce life. How you going to join forces with someone that don't? I'm going to leave that right there. Woo! Thank you, Jesus, for your word today. Don't be a seedless generation. 
as y'all go into this week. Hallelujah. Speak life over yourself. Speak life over your family. Speak life over this nation. Hallelujah. The key to it all is to speak life now. Make sure you just go ahead and have a praise break, whatever God tell you. You might be at work sometimes. You're like, excuse me, I'll be right back. You might have to go in the, in the restrooms and just go in there and just do a little shout and raise your hands and give God the praise because you never know what's happening in the spirit and what he's about to do for you. A wave has come through. I felt a wave come through and the wave came through and now all of a sudden wait for the waters to receive back and look at everything. Hallelujah that the Lord washed in for me. Hallelujah. I know it's already happening. I'm already seeing some of the results. Hallelujah. The praise, hallelujah, that's deep down in me is going to went to another level. Hallelujah. Another rim in him. Because I know how good he is. I know what he brought me from. I know the promises. He, he told me they're coming to pass. Hallelujah. Jehovah Shammah, he's already there. My God. My God. God, my God, my God. Thank you all so much once again. As always, thank you so much for purchasing my book, All or Nothing. It's a perfect gift. You can go ahead on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and go ahead and get it and have it shipped right to them. I'm telling you, you they, they will be blessed, and they're going to tell you, thank you, thank you, thank you for sending the book. Go ahead and do that for them. That's the perfect gift right now. Hallelujah. I got to go because I'm about to get cut off. Thank y'all so much. And I'll talk to y'all again next week. Bye-bye.